Welcome back to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. Every week we dive into juicy topics for women navigating the business arena, leadership, and their personal self-development. We reframe business and life with a more feminine lens to help women find more fulfillment, freedom, and success. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Laura Schick-Guzman. I'm really excited today because we are actually going to dive into part two of a topic that we started last week, and that is how do we practically operate our business from the feminine? And so we gave a lot of context last week, so if you missed it, you might want to go back and listen to that before you listen to this one, but today we're going to talk a little bit more about strategies and like practically how do we operate, like what does that mean, and where does the masculine come into play, and and where do we take actions from? Like I think this is a lot of the questions that I get around this topic. And so we thought we'd explore it. What do you think, Laura? Yes. Um, I'm actually enjoying exploring this because I was thinking to myself, like, yeah, because you know, how do you um, put the feminine into a structure? How do you really explain what this is? And so it really moves into something more like a deliverable, more actionable. You know, there's a little masculine to it, but it's a healthy masculine. It's a healthy masculine (laughs) with a healthy feminine and the feminine is leading. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And that right there is the core of where I want to start because that is what we have to understand. It's not that we don't use the masculine when we are operating our business in the feminine. It's just that the masculine has a place, but where we're coming from is the feminine. And so it's really about place. So like the beauty about operating in the feminine is we are prioritizing the feminine, which means we're prioritizing space, we're prioritizing flow, we're prioritizing connection, nurturing, we're prioritizing our wisdom. So that is not the structures that people are giving us or the expertise someone else is telling us. It's our own innate wisdom and intuition. We're prioritizing all of that and we're placing the masculine in its proper place, which is to then complete actions. But the actions have been decided and determined by our feminine. And so that is the proper place of the feminine and masculine when you're operating from a feminine framework. Nice. Very well said. I like this. I'm glad I can go back and listen to you say that again. (laughs) (laughs) You know, And and what's interesting is I thought to myself, like, how have I really done that? Like, how have I taken some sort of structure? And what's really interesting to think about is when I first had my idea for a kind of integrative wellness work-life balance center, and you had your ideas for what that would look like, and we like brought those ideas together back in 2008, um, what was really interesting is you and I kind of had a structure of uh, our value sets around um, we believe, you know, it needs to be an environment that doesn't require us to compartmentalize and to cut ourselves up into these separate aspects. We want things to feel more integrated. So there was one of our first feminine values was like integration versus compartmentalizing. And then we want to have on-site wellness. So it's really important that not only are we um, valuing and worshiping at the, you know, that we no longer worship the mind, but that we really come back and center things in the body. And that's more feminine to be more intuitive, more body versus the mental mind state. And we can continue to kind of share, but those are some of the core values that started our vision. And then what's interesting for me, what was really helpful is that when you and I discovered 
the co-working business model, which was a newly emerging idea that had just been on the horizon for a few years before we found out about it, I quickly loved that model because I looked at the values of it and they were all feminine values. It was relationship, connection, collaboration, the ability to be better if we came together instead of, again, doing everything independently and separately. So I think I was really um, fortunate, you know, for the co-working space to continue, Sonia, after our work together in it initially was because I had that model in place. I don't know if I could have kept going if I hadn't had some sort of model that I did identify as having feminine values. 100%. And I think, you know, one of the things we have to just reiterate in terms of the feminine and operating in the feminine is that it's about coming back to ourself. So you are the core of operating your business in the feminine. And I think we have a concept of this sometimes, but I think the practical side of it, really getting this, really understanding this, really embodying this, that's the journey. That's the self-development. That's the leadership development. Like it is coming back to yourself to 100% trust your feeling, your gut, your intuition, your wisdom. It's braving a new path. It is honoring whatever you feel regardless of what any other single person says outside of you. And that's the core of how we practically operate our business in the feminine. It is trusting ourselves. So like even, you know, say the clients that come to me who I'm helping them develop this, right? I'm helping them step more into the feminine side of their business. It's a journey. And at first, they're often listening to me because they don't trust themselves. And so it's a process of helping them to listen to themselves, of helping them to trust themselves, of helping them to recognize their wisdom. And so that takes time as we process and go through that, depending on, you know, what their personal skills are. But I think what we have to realize is if you don't trust yourself, if you don't listen to yourself, if you struggle to listen to your wisdom and you're always putting your stock in someone else's expertise, that's the first place you're going to have to start in order to operate your business in the feminine. You're going to need to start trusting yourself. Mm, That is so, so true and very important. And that's a great example of having something kind of as a um, marker as like a place to just self-reflect and measure where you are. So when you, I mean, just now, right now, wherever you are in your business, whatever business model you're choosing to operate, you can just stop and reflect on that and, you know, ask yourself how much right now on a scale of one to 10, one being not listening to myself, 10 being following my intuition daily, where are you on that scale? You know, how much are you leading and operating your business from a place of your own knowing, your own deep, wise, essential self being in the CEO position? <laughs> That's right. And and let's split it hairs for a second because sure. sometimes people misinterpret this. They think, oh, well, then I should never get help. I should do it okay, all myself. Yes. <laughs> right? Like, you know, I'm sure you've heard that. I've heard that. The thing is, is that it's making sure you're coming from the right place. So when you listen to yourself, you get to this place where you're like, yes, I could use support. 
right? And there is people who do understand the structures more, who do have some support that they could give me. That's a very different place. Like I'm going to, my wisdom is telling me that I should engage in some support and someone who really aligns with my values and someone who I really respect and someone who will help me to step more into my leadership and my business development and all of these things. That's very different than saying, you know what? I have no idea what I'm doing. I can't trust myself at all. I need someone else to be the expert. I need someone else to tell me how to run my business. That is the place you don't want to come from. So like that really, it can be really subtle because sometimes we just say, I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm just going to hire someone to help me. But it's coming from this place of like diminishing yourself. It's not coming from partnership, which is like the way I like to work with my clients. They're my partners. I'm their partner. It's coming from a place of that person knows so much more than me. I'm going to trust them over myself. Yes. Yes. I'm so glad that you said that because yes, this is not a trust yourself and then do it all by yourself. Um, And the thing is, this is the really interesting piece of this. The more you trust yourself, the more you'll be able to trust others and to pick the right team to know how to move into certain partnerships, into relationships. And this is what's I think really, really powerful about the feminine by coming into self, by connecting to self and trusting and listening to that inner voice, you become so much more powerful in your relationships, in your interpersonal communications, because the more confident we are in ourselves, like a knowing, like this is me, this is how I move in the world. This is what my business is. And I'm trusting that guidance then all of a sudden things show up and you know, like, oh, yep, that's the person. That's the person I want to work with. That's not the person, you know, we know, oh, yep, that's the strategic move that's right for my business. And this one just doesn't feel right. And you become so much more capable of making those decisions to um, partner and to connect with and, you know, and to do things with others. So I'm glad you split that hair because we are in no way suggesting that you do this on your own. The feminine is rooted in relationship. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I love that. And, and you know, I have a lot of firsthand experience. I mean, not only with my clients, which is, you know, something on the, on the side, but in addition in my own life, I have a lot of really legitimate experience to tell you that when I am operating from that lack, when I'm operating from fear or from this feeling like I can't trust myself, I need to get someone who just knows better than me, who's the expert, and I stop listening to myself. When I get into those places, everybody I have hired today from that place has been a failure for me. It has been a bad relationship, bad advice, bad coaches. Like those have all been really bad experiences. And every time I have come from a place of power to say, okay, cool, I'm feeling really good, but I also feel like this could be a good partner or this is someone who I could use to support me in my business. When I'm coming from that very different place, everybody I've hired has been amazing. Everybody has saved me in such beautiful ways or it has supported me in such beautiful ways. And so there is such a distinct difference. And it's funny because once in a while, I will still go into that default mode and then I'm kicking myself because I'm like, oh, I did it again. <laughs> like I did yeah. it again. 
And I'm much more quick to pick it up and much more quick to, you know, shift the relationship or change it or, you know, get out of an agreement or whatever it is I need to do. But it's like amazing how I still fall into it because this is what we're taught. We are taught from such a young age as women that we don't have the expertise, that we don't know enough, that we can't trust ourselves because our emotions are not trustworthy, our feelings are not trustworthy, our intuition is not trustworthy. All of that is just, you know, imaginary and la la and, you know, I mean, what is like a pipe dream and, you know, all of these things are constantly fed to us that all of these feelings we have are not concrete enough to be real. They're not rational enough. Therefore, you should dismiss them. Yes. Those are too much, too big, too, you know, the whole like just so many of us have been our voices pushed back and pushed down. And so reclaiming the feminine is part of the strategy, you know? It is. Um, it's like you get clear on what your values are. You know that you're the center of um, like the feminine has to start with you. Like Sonia was saying, like you trusting yourself and knowing it's rooted in relationship and being able to know that also it's a it's an awareness and a mindfulness. It's a practice of being able to say, oh, did I just ignore the inner being that inner knowing today? Oh, let me like, let me pivot. Let me reflect on that. Right. So it doesn't mean like for me operating my business in this feminine way has not meant that I do it every day, all the time. I'm the same as Sonia. I'm going to go, oh shoot, I totally fell into that pitfall. Like I completely went this other way and listened to these other people that said I should do this. And it just doesn't, it didn't feel right, but I didn't trust myself. Okay. But let me be mindful of that. You know, where did I let that kind of lead me astray? And so how do I want to pivot? How do I want to shift? So I think that you know, one of those strategies is being able to get clear of like, this really is the way I want to do my business. Like some of you might be listening now and just be like, oh, give me more of this. I just want to know how to be in my feminine. And and this is, this makes so much sense. And other people, you might be listening thinking, I don't know, I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if I can do that, you know? So we're all going to be on different levels of that, that it really feels like us. But like, Sonia says, you know, as women, we all have feminine and and masculine, just like men have femininity and masculinity. It's not the same for everyone. Yet it's in our nature as women to be, you know, we have cycles. We are connected to the moon cycles through our menstruation. Like there are certain things that give us superpowers um, in the world of intuition and into an emotional guidance. So I think, you know, um, everyone's going to find a different place or I guess, let's see, what's the word? There's a spectrum, right? For me, I would say I'm like a hundred. If you had like the zero to a hundred, zero being masculine, hundred being feminine, I'm like 101. I like to live up there in those very high <laughs> hundreds. Um, but I don't always stay there. Then I drop down into the 70s sometimes when I'm not listening to my inner voice and I have to, you know, work my way back up. But I like to live up there. Yeah, exactly. Well, one of the things that I thought would be helpful is to talk a little bit about some practical ways to practice being in the feminine in our business, to practice self-trust. So this is some of the things that I give my clients. Now, when I'm working with someone 
one of the first things I have to understand is what their patterns are, right? So what is the way that they're operating out of their natural rhythm? And everyone is doing it because we've never been taught to operate in our natural rhythm. So I've yet to find a <laughs> single person who comes to me operating in their natural rhythm. So, so yeah. the first thing I have to understand is what are the patterns that we have to unwind? What are some of the beliefs that we're holding that make it hard for us to operate in our feminine. So sometimes that can be productivity is more important than anything, or it can be I have to succeed, or if I rest, I'm a failure. You know, there's all kinds of beliefs that I've uncovered over the years, and each person has a little bit different flavor of it. So that's one of the things we have to become aware of. But one of the ways that I sort of practically help people to start practice is I usually make them take a day a week where they're operating in their feminine. So uh, one way you could look at this is, and we've talked about this in a few of our other podcasts around creating space. If you've never listened to some of our podcasts around creating space, I would recommend that you do because it's going to go much deeper into this. But there is Kronos time and Kairos time. Uh, There are different ways to experience time. One is the masculine time. Kronos time is more like, you know, we put in blocks. We have to meet people at certain times. We have, you know, we have days that we have meetings. We have to meet clients. We have to deliver things. You know, there's timelines and those are masculine. And we can't really get fully around those in our business because that is the way the current world is operating. But there is another kind of time and another kind of experience of time we can have, which is called Kairos. And the idea of that time is more feminine. It's like being alive with time. There's no driving to a certain time period. So it's not saying, oh, I have one hour to do this and then I have a half an hour to this. It's like you're lost in time and you can just follow whatever you feel in the moment and trust yourself to choose exactly what your body needs, your mind needs, your spirit needs, and follow that flow for a period of time. And in truth, it has to be a significant amount of time. Otherwise, we already like automatically click back into that masculine time frame. So for instance, some people have tried to do this with her like, I'm just going to take two hours and I'm going to have Kairos time. But it doesn't really work because you're always thinking about how much time do I have left? How much time do I have left? <laughs> you know, I've got half an hour. I've got 10 minutes. So if you can deliberately create a day, now this will help you succeed in business. This is what I have to constantly tell my clients. And until they get it, until they practice it, they don't really understand it. They're having to trust me because they're like, no, not doing things in a particular time frame, not being productive, not getting my to-do list done, that is not going to let me succeed in business, but it really, really is. So you take a day a week and you allow yourself to have the whole day. And that may just be till your kids come home, if you've got kids that are coming home, or it may be till your partner comes home at five or six o'clock or whatever it is. But the rest of the day, the whole day from the time you get up in the morning and you're free from others to the time, you know, you this is like a sacred time. You take that day to follow your natural rhythm, follow your flow, trust what you need, trust what comes up that you need. So if it decide, you know, if sort of your body, your mind, your feeling and intuition says you need to sleep all day, sleep all day. If you need to go take a walk, take a walk. If you need to connect with friends because that's what your body feels, do it. If you practice this every week, you will learn to trust yourself. You will recognize the power of operating in the feminine, you will create more success in your business. Like it's inevitable. So that's just kind of one interesting way to try it out and practice it. And it's something I have most of my clients do. Oh, I love this. I love the the practicality too, or, or just like the structure of, hey, I'm going to try this one day 
a week. I have so many clients that struggle with implementing something new or change because they think they have to do it all the time and do it well. You know, it's like you can start with baby steps. So, you know, start with one day or one half a day. Like I'm going to spend all morning being this way. I'm going to spend all day being this way. And like you're saying, Sonia, is that we have to be in that practice and then it becomes a shift. And then it starts to become more of our default, more of our habitual. And so that's kind of what we're saying is that we have to deconstruct a lot of the cultural conditioning around the masculine way of doing business. In order to do that, you have to be mindful of like, how am I still operating in those ways that no longer serve me? What are the values of feminine business that really speak to me that I want to implement on a daily basis? And how can I maybe just start by practicing that once a day during my week if I don't know how to, you know, make that happen every day? And one thing that I recommend is creating a pledge to your business, to yourself, like write it out. Like what's your feminine pledge? What is it that energetically you're committing to? What does that mean for you to say, I pledge to follow my intuition every day, to sit in spaciousness, to embrace my knowing and my wise self, like putting her at the head of the table. You know, what is, what does that mean? I value my emotional experiences and responses and trust them and will utilize them to make important decisions about my business. You know, what can that pledge be? Because the more that you can articulate and put down and just write it out, you just put that somewhere on your desk. Or when you start working with a new team member, you can be like, here's our pledge to a feminine business model. And do you, how do you feel about this? You know? So that's another like practical thing that I think can be helpful to, to shift that mindset. Yeah, I fully agree. And that's really beautiful because you know, like despite the fact – this is, the, you know, kind of that catch-22. Despite the fact that everyone wants the practical masculine structure of operating in your feminine, it's it's not masculine. So like, <laughs> you know, I try to help create frameworks for my clients that really help them practice and operate in this until they trust themselves enough to do it on their own. But ultimately, you know, the feminine is about intention – So just like Laura was saying, making a clear intention, making a decision that this is how you want to start to operate and practice in your business, it is creating space, creating lots and lots and lots of space, and that is operating in the feminine, coming from your wisdom. And so none of these are the structures that we're used to, and that's usually where sort of the mind comes in and it becomes more challenging. And this is why we have to unwind our patterns, because we've got very serious trauma in our bodies, in our lives that, you know, most of us, it happened when we were kids. And those things form these patterns, these ways we manage life. And so that managing of life has gotten us to where we are, but usually it's limiting us at this point, right? It's become now our glass ceiling. We can't get beyond it until we get rid of it. And so until we like let it go. And so when we do that, we're able to operate more in the feminine. But at first, our mind will keep telling us, oh my gosh, we're so lazy. And guess what? The people around you will reflect because let me tell you, nobody around you will understand what you're doing. (laughs) So that's where this is part of that practice of trusting yourself. Like, you know, when you take a day off, 
and you just follow your flow, whatever that looks like. And so a lot of my clients will say, this is what my business coach told me to do. <laughs> this is like, the, that's how they justify it to their partner, to their friends, or to their other, you know, sort of uh, people in business that they work with. They're like, look, this is what my business coach told me to do. I'm just following what she told me to do. Because at first, they're so uncomfortable because everyone else is like, what are you doing? You're never going to succeed in business like this, right? Because they do not understand the way that we're coming from. They do not understand what we're trying to create. You know, there is no value or really even understanding of the feminine in business at this point. This is very much on the cusp of something new, even though many people have been talking about it for a long time. Most people still don't really understand what it means. They're still like operating in such a masculine framework. And there's no way around that because this is the way we've been taught. Yes. Yes. And I love that you can write that permission slip for your clients, you know, when they're not quite sure how to proceed and (laughs) that, you know, it is definitely a new skill. And I mean, just think about when you first started um, becoming an entrepreneur, you had to learn the ropes. You had to understand certain things about being in business. And if you were mentored by someone like Sonia from the beginning and coached by someone like you, Sonia, then you will have brought those things up to their attention from the get-go. But many of us, is kind of conventional. Like you were in business school or you went to your SBA and you took classes or you went online, you know, and most of those teachings that are really accessible right now are still the older version, still more the masculine version of, of business because that's that's the norm. And this is an emerging way of doing business. It's an, a new strategy, a new way of thinking about the way that we move energy to create in the world, frankly. And um, it's an exciting time, I believe, to be an entrepreneur because we have this frontier And more and more people are moving into knowledge work, freelance, entrepreneurship, because this is the changing time of technology. So it's opening up different um, ways for us to all contribute in the world. Yes. I love it. I love it. So just to kind of summarize a little bit before we wrap up. So in terms of, you know, how do we, the question that I always get, how do you practically operate your business in the feminine? So some of the things I think we can take away from the last two episodes is you have to become aware, first of all, of how you're operating now, right? Which will be through the masculine. I've yet to find many people operating in the feminine. So let's honor that. Let's recognize that. Let's become more aware of that. And what patterns do you have that sort of take you away from trusting yourself and trusting your wisdom, relying on someone else's expertise, not not necessarily a partnership or someone to support you, but it's like you put someone above yourself and above your wisdom. Like, where do you do that? Reflecting on that. How much space do you create in your business, right? If you don't have space to feel, to journal, to explore, to evaluate, to follow your guidance and intuition and wisdom, you're not going to be operating from the feminine. So these are all ways in which you can start to look at and evaluate, how am I operating now? How far away is it from the place I could be operating? That's the first step. If you can gain more self-awareness, You can make decisions and intentions that will shift how you're operating now. And then you can start to move into things more like a day of space, 
are following your feminine more often or really, really tapping into your wisdom and really trusting yourself each and every time, each and every day. These are all practices and that's how we start to operate in our feminine. Obviously, there are so many things, right? Like Laura and I could talk about this topic for days, weeks. There's like so many pieces to it. But this is a really good start to just even reflect, how am I operating in my business now? Do I really trust myself? Yes. I love it. I love this conversation. And I want to encourage everyone, if this is a remembrance, if this is reminding you of how you used to want to be in your business, or if this is a completely new idea, just to take Sonia's advice and play with it for a day. Go and spend the day and step into your feminine and feel that power that's coming from inside of yourself and not from outside in the world. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for joining us for this two-part series because we love these. We'd love to hear more from you. If you want to talk about this topic, if you have any comments, please just tap into our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena, because there's just a lot of discussion that we can have that goes deeper into this topic. So thank you all, and we will see you next week. Are you looking for a supportive community of women business owners? Come join us in our free Women in the Business Arena Facebook group. We have honest conversations about how to grow your service business, conduct live Q&As, and support each other as we navigate the world of being a woman in business. You can find us at facebook.com backslash groups backslash women in the business arena. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Business Arena. We'd love to welcome you into our community. Come join the Women in the Business Arena Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about me and my work, you can find me at sonyastatman.com. See you next week.